Welcome back, listeners. On this extremely special episode, I spoke to editor Sarah Zeitlin about her work on Abbott Elementary. How did you get started in editing? Growing up, I was always really into photographs and photographs of people and people telling a story. And I got into reading and, you know, kind of just a shy kid at home. And I I became really entranced with telling people's stories. And so the photography sort of just evolved into moving pictures. But for me, it's always about people, humanity, uh, empathy. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, with the perfect show like Abbott, um, how does that sort of opportunity not land in your lap? But how how does how does the how do we connect the dots from from one project to this? That's pretty. That's an interesting. <clears throat> I assistant edited for many years, over a decade. And my primary focus as an assistant editor was always comedy. I had assistant edited on the first season of Modern Family. I sought out working the editors of The Office. I was a huge Office fan. I used to watch those episodes on repeat um, in my 20s. I think people were going out and I was watching The Office at home. <laughs> so I ended up working with, you know, to the editors, to the main editors that formed the office who would later go on to be directors and executive producers in their own right, right. So I had, I worked on the pilot Up All Night with Dean Holland. And then I worked on, uh, he brought me over to Parks and Rec for a couple episodes, just as an edit. And he brought me on to a pilot called Friday Night Dinner. And that pilot was the being made into American show by Greg Daniels. And I met and we hit it off uh just instantly and I I just I started working with him a little bit on the side and it's just throughout the years I've just I've maintained these relationships in comedy and I've maintained um cutting and uh when I went over to Homeland the reason I went over to Homeland is I I knew the editor, Phil Neal, Ace. I knew him from when he used to edit Ally McBeal. So when he called me and said, are you interested? I said, yes. And when Dean Holland had called me and asked me if I was interested in Up All Night, I knew he was from Parks, Salt and Rec. And I said, yes. And I sat with them and I watched and observed. Mm. And so, I mean, what was the biggest lesson that you learned from editing comedies? Twofold, uh, comedy is subjective. So the first I learned is to trust my gut. And the second thing is pace. <laughs> That's the biggest difference between going from uh, drama to comedy. Uh, but it's all storytelling. Mm. But I mean, making that leap after doing so many years in comedy, I mean, is was the pacing the thing that helped you out the most? from working on comedy so um for so long and is or was it something else sorry um what do you mean what did I learn or what was the now, learning curve what are you so in terms of I mean from what you took from your comedy like the beginnings of your comedy was the pacing the thing that um, was easy to translate over to drama or was it oh. something else? I think 
I'm very interested in performance. I'm a big fan of actors and I'm a big fan of the truth in the moment. And I think that's consistent throughout any genre. Uh, what made Abbott different was the heart. Mm. When I watched it, I was just totally taken aback that it was both funny and had so much heart. Mm. And so going to the episode at hand, I mean, with mom, um, what were those beginning sort of discussions like in regards to how we were going to approach this or how how are we going to tackle this project? I think with mom going in, we were all really excited all season. We were like, we're going to meet Janine's sister and then we're going to meet her mom and we're going to find out what makes Janine Janine and who she is and who's going to be the actress. And we had a lot of talks and then I knew we booked Taraji and we could only get her for a day on a Saturday. And so we filmed the whole episode around her and then she did her 11 pages in a day. So most of the discussions going in were um, about how to get that together. And then I was also delighted that I got to work with Ken Whittingham because he also comes from, you know, The Office and a million other shows that I've watched and been a huge fan of. So I was just so excited going in. Mm. And so, I mean, what what were those dailies looking like? Um, when you first started getting dailies looking like they were looking they were really funny I I know when I was looking at those dailies I laughed the cold the cold open you know Jacob gets to do a little bit of magic Jacob and, and Ava playing off of each other just it's very funny um and then just there was electricity between Quinta and Taraji you know from the first moment I saw them together in that scene walking down the hallway and Quinta's doing a little improv about how she changed the light and uh, her mom is proud of her because her mom knows that she has um that she's afraid of heights and just seeing them play they were having so much fun it, it was it was fun to get to be a part of that. Hmm. And so, I mean, looking at, I mean, watching the show from now until sort of the penultimate episode that we get to, I mean, what has been the, um, what has been the cut been like when sort of tackling the Janine character and, and how has that evolved? That's a really good question. I She starts out, you know, in the pilot as being new and naive and really, really wanting that mentorship and Barbara and trying to just change, you know, to reinvent the wheel. And as we get to know her, we learn the why, the why is she so happy? Why does she work so hard? Why does she love so much? And in this episode you see her develop more of a backbone she's gonna take this little vacation that she saved up the money for she's no longer broke she has saved the money she's sort of getting into her rhythm as a teacher 
And then her mom comes in and she wants the story to go the way it's always gone. Her mom needs something. Janine's going to take care of her. And Janine has changed. She's not the same Janine that you can walk all over. Janine uh, sets up a payment plan and her coworkers are invested. She's not the annoying little um, new coworker who wants to change everything. She's someone they care about and they're really watching and observing and, and, trying to get involved but no Jenny can take care of her and that's just been a wonderful growth in her mm. and then I mean speaking of the I mean the cutting between sort of the two moms per se I mean how did you sort of differentiate um what Taraji's character was doing versus what Cheryl's character was doing yeah that was really fun and interesting because there's so much subtext Barbara immediately senses something is a little off when she meets Taraji because Vanetta Janine's mom doesn't know who Barbara is and Barbara is such a huge part of Janine's life and Janine is standing there in the hallway with this big smile and she's so excited for these two women to meet and Vanetta is kind of like oh hi you know and then moves moves along her day and you just see Barbara watching and asking and you see Vanetta who's a more selfish character um just saying things and acting like this is no big deal but you can tell from her little looks to the camera and her sides that she knows exactly the manipulation that she's that she's putting on her daughter um and they both love janine um but they're imperfect barbara isn't her mom she's her work mom and that's that's actually perfect that chosen family because janine wanted that guidance and she found it even though Vanetta's her mom, she says in the scene um, right before Janine and Cheryl decide to go to the Ross, uh, Janine says to Barbara, I love my mom, but that's my mom. And I really, that moment for me, like it actually makes me cry a little bit just because, <laughs> just because um, that's how I feel. I love my family, but they're always going to, they're always going to be themselves and they're, you know, we're always going to be a little bit uh, different than each other. And you just have to sort of accept them. Mm. You don't have to give her all your money, but uh, you have to accept <laughs> them, love them in the capacity that where they can meet you. Yeah, no. And I think that's, that's a beautiful sort of reminder that, I mean, in every family, there's always going to be, whether it's a, a large conglomerate of people or whether it's one individual that, I mean, they'll always be, your cousin or your uncle or your aunt, but they're, yeah, I, it, it, it is a, it's a beautiful sort of, I don't know, challenge that you have to, um, I don't know, navigate through life. So I think, I think it's done in such a perfect way in this episode. Thank you. Thank you. It was um, an interesting balance so that Vanetta, it came across that Vanetta does love her daughter. Mm. You know, she's not just in it for the money. Yeah. And I mean, besides the challenge of, I mean, having, I mean, like the physical challenge of 
having Taraji do everything in one day. I mean, what challenges did you have in regards to this episode? I would say that that is the major challenge for Taraji to come across as a person, to come across as a a, a grounded person with um, reasons for why she's acting the way she is. Um, and for Janine, to see her mom for who she is, you know, when Taraji says, oh, you've never invited me. And Janine goes, you live in this neighborhood. Like Janine sees who her mom is. And it's it's just that constant back and forth dynamic for the complexity of this relationship. And I I totally related with, with my mom, you know, just like the back and forth, the way the tone is always changing and there's so much that's going unsaid. Mm. And I mean, what what was your favorite sort of scene or moment in this in this episode in terms uh, of watching? This, I love the standoff in the kitchen with uh, where Barbara confronts Vanetta, and Vanetta is in there and she's putting things in her purse, and she's got those funny Versace pants on, and I mean, every she's got her long nails and her big hair and. And Barbara just kind of comes in and she's measured and she starts off by complimenting Janine and Vanetta ignores her and doesn't really have time for her. And she says a little bit, she kind of insults uh, Janine's sister and then she learns from Barbara that Janine has broken up with her boyfriend and Vanetta didn't know, but then Vanetta says, well, I guess you can't keep a good man down, which is, it breaks your heart that her mom thinks that Janine's boyfriend can do better when Janine, we all know Janine is like the amazing one in that relationship, even though we all love, uh, we all love him, but um, yeah, I mean, he's funny. We love it when Zach Fox comes, all right, I think that's the same. Anyways, um. Yeah, the body language between these two women, like I cut to this wide where they're both standing and looking at each other and standing up straight and they're really measuring each other. Um, and then Vanetta's kind of like back off. She says to Cheryl, I haven't seen you in any of the family barbecues. And Barbara has to take that and continue pushing until she makes that offer that generous offer to pay the money so that Janine can have her vacation and then of course Janine walks in and interrupts and sees the two women fighting over her um that was just just a powerhouse of acting and subtext and not even just sub some blindness you know and their reactions and how they sort of uh circle each other like a Western standoff. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'd love to see uh, a Western, <laughs> like a Western with uh, Charlie, Ralph, and Taraji P. Hansen. That would be. Oh uh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, final question for you. I mean, what do you take away from working on this particular show? I take away from working on this show 
for me, it's the heart of the show. But I love that so many people at, at home feel seen. The way that it really affects people and they just connect with it. And I I was a child of public school and overcrowding and this really showcases teacher and how teachers and how they go above and beyond it's just such a um it, it provides joy and laughter which is something we all need but it goes to a deeper level that makes people feel seen and heard and a part of something and Janine wears around her neck that necklace is his kindness and I love that because I think that the show does teach that that sort of empathy and kindness for each other Thank you all for listening. This episode was edited and produced by me, Jackson Vickery. Graphics were done by Dylan Michael. And the opening and closing theme were done by Sterling Gavinsky.